Hello, children of the internet. This is the Cathartic Yelling Podcast, and we have one question for you. Are your parents home? I'm Tom Snapley, and slowly suffocating is my co-host, Corey Skloff. Corey, tell everyone about today's sponsor. Thank you, Mr. DiNapoli. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Ducks, our feathery friends. That's Ducks. Let's get this bread. Speaking of bread, bread is something a lot of people eat when they go on, or a lot of a thing people don't eat. Let's start that again. Speaking of bread, <laughs> bread is something people try to cut out when they're going on a diet because apparently carbs are the worst thing in the world. And Cody is someone that he has a diet, and his diet pretty much starts every single Monday. And it's it's amusing, and I don't know if he cuts out bread or not, but Cody has sometimes a... I don't know if he's actually trying to go on a diet at this point. I think <laughs> we've kind of just said every time he eats anything bad, we just kind of go, diet starts Monday, right, Cody? And it's just, yeah, running joke, and I guess he... Cody hates bread now. I Good just, conclusion, right? It's a very fair conclusion. I just want to, like, point out, this isn't us, like, being like, Cody... You need to go on a diet. This is Cody like, ugh, I'm really going to go on a diet. And us being good friends, we're like, okay, you know what? Yeah, man, like, we're right here behind you. And then he goes out to dinner and we're like, hey, what'd you have for dinner? He's like, ah, we had chicken wings, mozzarella sticks, two pizzas, um, and then my parents got some food too, and, <laughs> and I had seven cannolis for dessert. We're like, okay. He's like, oh, yeah, but it's okay, like, I had a diet Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll just say diet starts Monday. So Monday, the official day of Cody's diet and the official day of no bread. Sorry, ducks. All right. So you said going out to dinner. Oh, oh, before you even get to that, I'm sorry for jumping the gun here. Quick reminder to everyone that we are running for president. We are not aligned to the right. We are not aligned to the left. We are simply on top. Tom and Corey 2020. So... Uh, Corey, we're, we're going to go a little bit out of order than maybe you wanted to today, but speaking of restaurants and going out to eat and going out to dinner and things like that, you, of course, you have gripes with certain chain restaurants, and some are because of work, some are because of service, some are because of places denied of work, but to kind of make more sense of what I'm saying, why don't you kind of tell everyone what I'm talking about? All right, well, Tom, you know me. I don't like to brag. That is one of my strongest qualities, nope. and I have nope. a lot nope. of them. Um, <laughs> oh, I make myself laugh. Um, I don't know anyone else who could possibly be in feuds with multiple chain restaurants in America. And yet here I am. I have three separate feuds with three separate chain restaurants. Um, how should I start, Tom? Should we go present backwards to past or... Oldest to newest. What what would you like? Let's to go. Hear? Let's go. Oldest to newest. Okay, so we will start to quote my friend Julie Andrews in uh, Sound of Music. Let's start at the very beginning, the very best place to start. Thank you very Great much. Movie. <laughs> Great movie. Great um, movie. I remember being huh, how old was I? I was eight, about eight years old, and I remember going to Cooperstown with my grandparents and my cousin to go watch my other cousin play baseball and somewhere along the way we stopped at a chain restaurant you might know as friendlies and while i don't remember much about friendlies i do remember 
getting aggressively sick after having a bite of one hot dog. And thus the hatred began. I threw up on the car ride home. I have not eaten food at a friendly's since then. And I do not really plan on changing that. I I oppose friendly's ice cream wherever possible, you know. It, admittedly, if my choices are Friendly's ice cream or no ice cream, I'll do the Friendly's ice cream, but I don't like it. Um, and now, like I, I like to think that I involved myself in a one-sided Twitter feud with Friendly's. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, which you all should, at Hanukkah underscore Matata, uh, it means no Corys. <laughs> I have a series of tweets that is. Widely received by like four people. Um, I'm very, very Me being appreciated. one of them. Yes, and uh, in these tweets, it's one of my favorite things. And you know, I just do it because I like it, and you know, pretty much that's why we're here recording this podcast. First of all, um, but Friendlies has an issue with a lot of their manufactured ice cream, where they will forget to include crucial components of the ice cream. So my favorite thing to find, like, I, maybe, like, once a week, it's gotten less frequent because their Twitter team has started to suck even more, but, like, once a week, I will go onto their Twitter page and read their replies and just pray that they are replying to people who have commented, like, hey, friendlies, I got this mint chocolate chip ice cream, but there's no chocolate chips, or I got chocolate chip cookie dough, and there's neither chocolate chips nor cookie dough. And, like, to me, that's just the funniest shit. Like, you have an Honestly, ice cream, and all so, you have is the the frozen milk. I think it, it is funny, but what brings me joy with that is just seeing on your... T- uh, when you tweet it, you go, and now back to our reg- regularly scheduled programming of friendlies not uh doing whatever, like, friendlies and... Just like you said, forgetting friendly manufacturer. <laughs> yeah, uh, someone's like, "Oh, rum raisin doesn't." There's no raisins, sir. Uh, yeah, no. So it th- those are definitely a good series of tweets. I'm um, looking forward to your next one, and I-, I honestly think that's what made me. I followed you on Twitter, but that's what that's what made you stand out to me in Great. my heart. I gotta say, I, I my goal in life, Tom, and I I, I have to think this is a fairly unorthodox goal i want friendlies to block me i want them i want to get to the point where (laughs) friendlies is like this guy keeps fucking insulting us we're blocking him because you know what then i will i'll switch to my other twitter account screenshot the same thing and then go back and they'll be like oh fuck and they're like some like mr charles g friendly is like waving his (laughs) fist at me someday in his office overlooking like the pacific ocean or whatever (laughs) oh my god yeah it's good i'm actually blocked on twitter by a professional wrestler ah i yes um i was in high school and my buddies loved him but i hated him because i thought he was annoying so he we were tweeting back and forth at him for like a week or something and he's from canada so he wasn't tweeting me back. So I said something like, oh, he's probably too busy at like Tim Hortons or something. And then I got blocked. Ah, um, so I thought it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny. I was like 16. But yeah, I'm still blocked. Do you silently resent Tim Hortons for that? 
No, I, I thought it was funny. I mean, I've, apparently his Twitter's pretty good, but I guess I'll never know. So uh, <laughs> another feud you have with uh, Place. Actually, I don't want to mess it up. Go to your next one. Okay, great. Great segue, Tom. Much appreciated. Um, so this, you know what? I will say outrightly, none of the others are as aggressive as my hatred towards friendlies. Just just because Damn of the, shame. the Twitter. Like, and they tweet some really, just, their things are bad, and their responses to every, like, I, like I said, I go through their replies, and some, it's just amusing to me how many, how much bad shit Friendlies has to deal with. Like, people commenting all the time, like, ah, you know, I was waiting for 45 minutes, and then finally someone came out of the kitchen, and, like, a big puff of marijuana smoke came blowing through behind them. I'm like, ah, classic Friendlies. But, classic. uh... My next feud, like I said, not as passionate. I worked at a Ruby Tuesday uh, for two months, and that is not that is not an indictment of how the workplace was. It was pretty much what you would expect from uh, a, an American chain restaurant where, like, at, uh, what I would consider a lower tier American chain restaurant as well. Uh, but it was it was a two month stint just because it was my summer, and then I went back to college. Um, but I moved to a different location and I thought, okay, I have experience with Ruby Tuesday. There's one not too far from where I'm living now. Let me go in and, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'll apply there and try to get hired there again. And, you know, that way I don't have to go learn new things. I don't have to buy a new uniform or anything. It's just nice and easy. So I went in, I applied, I, I spoke to one manager who badmouthed the other manager and then set me up on another interview with the other manager. Then I went in, spoke to that other manager who badmouthed the previous manager in return. And I was like, oh man, things are not looking very good right now, but I don't care because if I can still get this job, I can pick up some extra cash on the side when I have a a day off. I can, you know, money in the wallet is a very nice thing. Very. So... I'd interviewed on like a Thursday. That was my second interview. And they're like, okay, I just, I just met with you to make sure that you're not a serial killer. And I was like, well, I appreciate that that is how you left this interaction because sometimes I'm not so sure. But so she's like, all right, Me neither. Come, <laughs> she's like, come in on Monday at like noon and we'll just, we'll go like a, through a, another quick training thing. Cause it's been a little while since you've worked for us. Uh, and then we'll get you right back out there. You can be the world's greatest waiter, as you always have been, and, uh, you know, we'll get you going. I said, okay, that's great. So, it was like, like I said, Monday at noon, I was supposed to go in. It was like Monday at 10 in the morning or something, and I'm like, kind of just getting ready for my day, regardless of where I'm going. And my girlfriend was like, hey, have you heard from Ruby Tuesday? And I was like, no, I'm going in at noon, Why? And she is part of our town's Facebook community. I didn't know such a community exists, but it does apparently, and she's on it. So she gets all the inside Learned something gossip. new every day. What's up? Learned something new every day. I didn't even know those were things. I thought they was just mom Facebook groups, but yeah, I guess that's the. I guess that's your version of that. It's it's where you'd be surprised. There are some crazy things getting posted on just like. Soccer moms are going wild, not in like yeah, a... exactly, mom. Yeah, all right, okay. Back Ruby to Tuesday. Ruby Tuesday. So 
like 10 a.m. and she's like, yeah, people just posted here that like they went to the Ruby Tuesday last night and it was closed. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Like no one told me anything about this. So I Googled it and I was like, let me see. I Googled like Ruby Tuesday closings in my town and nothing showed up. Um, but you know, when you go- like search for a restaurant and it shows you like the hours of the restaurant. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just very nice and convenient. It's right on Google's homepage. So I Googled Ruby Tuesday in my town and what showed up where it normally says the hours, you know, 11 to 8 or whatever the hell time it's open till. And it said closed indefinitely. I was like, well, that can't be right. Some Something's going on on the Google. So I pick up the phone like someone who's not my generation would and I dialed the phone number and I got we're sorry this number has been disconnected and I was like well shit I guess I don't have a job at Ruby Tuesday right now nobody so basically basically they punked you out of a job they put you on an interview they all the managers said why they hated each other and I guess all the hate caught up to them and then the place closed and it's like they took your money and ran with it without actually taking your money. Yes, which is, I, I appreciate that they didn't <laughs> actually take my money. That was a... Oh, that's always good. Yeah, that was a nice bonus. But, and I, like, I can't really explain why nobody told me. Like, I don't know if all the other employees who had been working there for God knows how long showed up and just saw the note on the door that's like, sorry, guys, we are indefinitely closed. Good luck finding jobs elsewhere. Um, or if they got a courtesy phone call. And I don't know, you know, maybe everyone did get a courtesy phone call, but because I hadn't officially started yet, I wasn't in some system where they would tell me that I no longer had a job without having ever really started it. But it was just like, okay, this is something that could only happen to me. And Prediction, uh, prediction, gambling deaths. Definitely close because of gambling deaths. Who was gambling? Like the manager was like, taking the cash register at the end of the day and going to like Atlantic city and just blowing it all. Or like Mr. Hey, listen, Mr. Listen, Tuesday. I'm not, I'm, yeah. Mr. Tuesday was definitely doing some gambling. I don't know if it's sports, if it's casinos. And then his gambling debts got so big. It made him, even though the restaurant was making money, that still wasn't enough money to pay off his loan sharks. Gambling debts. Definitely gonna chalk it up to gambling debts and honestly i just kind of gotta throw something out there because this is really a like 80 percent you episode yeah which is fine because i don't have any gripes with chain restaurants yet come like two or three weeks i'm sure something bad will happen just because i don't have anything for this week quickly because i do want to get into uh the other thing we have chili's is your last one Yes. Um, you had a recent experience with there, uh, which you also documented on Twitter. But quickly take everyone through that. Yeah, I will say, Tom, yes, this episode is 80% me, and that's how I like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so after the whole Ruby Tuesday situation fell through, I was like, okay, well, I guess I got to move on to a different restaurant. And then I was like, okay, there's a Chili's across the street, basically, for me. I was like, I could even walk there if I'm feeling frisky. I'll go apply there. So... I applied online, got called for an interview, met with the kitchen manager to be a waiter. And he's like, we do the whole interview. He's like, yeah, I'm not actually in charge of hiring you. You'll actually need to talk to the, like, the front of house manager, but he's on vacation. So he'll get back on like Thursday. 
and uh, he'll give you a call. If you don't hear from him by like Friday, give us a call. I was like, okay. So I call on Friday and I speak to the general manager who's like, oh, nah, he's not actually back on vacation uh, until Monday. So why don't you, can you come in like tomorrow and I'll interview you and this and that? I was like, okay, sure. So I go in and he's like colossal dickhead. He's like, all right, so how how long have you waited tables? And I was like, I did, you know, X amount of months here and this and that. He's like, oh, well, that's that's really not enough experience. And I was like, bro, you're, this is a Chili's. Like, th- again, this is a bottom-of-the-line American chain restaurant. And he's like, well, I got I got people with 15 years of experience knocking down the doors to be a part of my wait staff. I'm like, that is sad on so many levels for both you and them. Also, I don't believe you. <laughs> Um, and he, he just like, all right, well, you know, it's not even my decision. You got to talk to the, the, the wait staff manager anyway, he's in charge of hiring you, but I'm, I have a feeling he's going to think exactly what I'm thinking. I was like, okay. He's like, all right. So he gets back on Monday. So if you don't hear from him by like Tuesday, give us a call and ask for him. I was like, okay. So Monday came, comes around. I don't hear anything Tuesday. I call. Oh, no, he's on vacation till like, I don't know if this dude kept fucking extending his vacation or like maybe he didn't exist and they just kept dicking me around. But I called like four times that week. No one ever got back to me. He was always on fucking vacation. And I was like, all right, fuck this guy. Fuck this restaurant. I don't want to be a part of this. Uh, And I actually went back to Chili's, that same Chili's tonight, the night that we are recording this. And, uh. You know, they all, I hate, they use those stupid little tablets that they leave on the table, which I hate. I hate they those. they yeah, can eliminate human yeah. interaction, which is a crucial part of a restaurant experience for both the waiter and the, the customer. But at the end of it, it was like, would you like to take a survey? And I was like, hmm, I think I would like to take a survey. So you know what? I didn't want to like get the waitress in trouble or anything. So I was, I was very kind. I was like, you know what? The food was decent. Like the service was fine. I don't care. And then it was like, are there any extra comments that you'd have? And I was just like, okay, this is my moment. So I just wrote, I don't know if this guy is still the general manager here, but if he is, I just want to let you know that he sucks. And I pressed send, and I was like, you know what? There, there's no negative repercussions that could happen from this. I just want people to know this guy is garbage. And, uh... Yeah, that is. We really, <laughs> you really left your mark, and I, you know, uh, this is great. So everyone, you can't eat at Chili's Ruby Tuesday, or uh, what was the first one? Friendlies, come on, Tom. Friendlies, friendlies, friendlies. Right again, the late record time, dude. We gotta, we gotta straighten this out somehow. <laughs> and it's like a thousand percent my fault, but we, we still gotta work on this somehow. Um, honestly, the thing I wanted to get to is too good to squeeze into like. 40 seconds and it's something that i think 95 percent of people would only say if they're high but Corey, being a law-abiding citizen was not said it and you're just gonna have to wait to next week to find out what it was uh in the meantime maybe send us your best high thoughts get us on twitter at yelling pod on instagram at yelling pod and on facebook at cathartic yelling maybe i'll talk more next week or honestly if our viewership goes up this week because i didn't <laughs> maybe i won't who knows Fingers see you crossed. next week